Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Tekken, Tekken isn't. Um, I thought it was my forte, but it really was not my forte. So that's what it was, unfortunately. To be fair, you're really good at it. I'm <laughs> not. You're such but, a. <laughs> but. He just knew all the combos, and he didn't get you let you get one in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was basically like, it was let like. Me get one in, damn. Just rush down. Fun. Just, whole time. Well, that's enough from Lady V. Why am I calling you Lady V? It's Lady Blurts, ho. I know, Jesus. Welcome to Lady Blurts Sings the Jesus. Blues. Welcome to Lady Blurts Sings the Blues. Enough about Tekken. Tekken and the button smashing. We can get this shit together. My name is Kylie Too Smart. And this is Sometimes V. We're also featuring Kid Goblin. <laughs> Alrighty, dude. Uh, so we're gonna go into our first segment with the podcast, which is like, how's your week? So we're, we'll go ahead and have you kind of explain how your week's been going. Uh, so how has your week been going? What's been interesting for you? Um, yeah, uh, nothing really. Uh, so I used to be a bartender before the whole COVID thing happened. Uh, so usually I would have a very interesting week because I'd be like, oh man, I saw this dude like throw up in a bathroom or something like that or something super crazy. No, I work at a pet store now. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god, they have you in a pet store. Okay, so uh, I'm laughing because just seeing him in different settings is my favorite sport. <laughs> just because he's just so adaptable. <laughs> Goblin is up to today, eh? Like you just you just have this like very lean, like muscular guy in like different settings who knows all the martial arts and shit. And then like you just he's really kind to people. But then when he's hanging out with his friends, he's like oh, super aggressive and just being a fucking nigga, dude. <laughs> oh, damn! That's ninety five percent of the persona, dude. Nigga. <laughs> hey man. Um, but how's your been... life, man? Oh, it's terrible. No, it's great. Um, honestly, it's super chill. Like, I don't have to really use too much um, brain power. <laughs> so I just, I mean, I go about my day, I'm mostly just like stocking stuff, which uh, it's better than being inactive during COVID because I gained like 40 pounds and that was a bummer. But no, dude, it, you know what? I look great. I look less drug skinny now. <laughs> no, I'm just skinny. fantastic. Less yeah. skinny. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I've just been really chilling. Uh, this week's been pretty chill. Um, I got a bunch of days off, uh, so I've just been gaming, running through uh, Genshin Impact, all right, and Mortal Kombat, and just trying to, you know, not be a bummy ass person, <laughs> but. <laughs> Oh, did you have that new Mortal Kombat movie that's coming out? Yo, that looks sick. Yeah. I saw it looks tight. Yeah, I saw how they like there was like comparison pictures of the 90s version versus what the upcoming version is gonna look like. And I'm very excited. How do you feel about those costumes though? I feel like whenever they do remakes, sometimes they just take all the color out of it. And I feel like that's like half the have the attraction you know what i mean okay. like some of those costumes they're just like oh this is supposed to be like a bright yellow vest and they're like let's just make it a <laughs> like everything is so like serious and so gangsta in these outfits i'm just like dang <laughs> all right 2021 no to see it though like all right so being the giant ass fucking nerd that i am i'm just bummed out about like two things about the movie one Jax's arms were not taken by Sub Zero. It was Ermac, and in the like in the trailer, they're like, "Oh yeah, nah." Sub Zero just broke this nigga's arms. That's not okay. You can't take that from me. I'm trying to see a dude with hella souls rip out somebody else's arms. Like that's that's fucked up. Uh, but I mean, the biggest complaint I've seen so far is like people bumming out about Molina's teeth and how they're not all fucked up and shit. And I'm like, bro, she's. She's not even human. Y'all tripping off the wrong thing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Melina is a demon. Like, we need to remember, like, we're expected to see all the nastiness to come out of yeah. this. Uh, well, anyway, Kylie, how's your week? My week was awesome. Um, so I finally got to get back into class, like, physically get together with my classmates and get yeah. some body work done. So, like, the over the weekend, I had, like, four hours worth of massage and it's so nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was like, that alone just makes my week amazing. Um, I got to help my sister out. She had surgery on her ankle and her heel and she's stubborn. And I just got to spend time with her and like be there for my niece and stuff. So, and my brother. So anytime I get like family time, it's, like, it's a good, it's a good vibe. Kylie is the family gal. That's lit. The ultimate family gal. The ultimate family gal. Yeah, um, I guess my week's been kind of bland. I'm really feeling the COVID fatigue. I mean, but yeah, I puppy mean, videos of you and Cash. I, I know, I know. Oh yeah, Cash. Those, those gave me life. I was like, <laughs> I'm living for V's feed right now. <laughs> hey, Brock, have you been, are you on, the, are you on Instagram? I, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, do I, do I frequently <laughs> visit it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay. You know how I'm about social media. I'm the worst. Oh, no, you are <laughs> the worst. worst. That's why Wordy was like, please, you got to help him post more stuff. I'm like, this fool's not giving me any shit to post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, free trash. <laughs> oh, he's, he's telling us, fuck though. Like, he'll just like come out of the cuts with like a new rhyme. I'm like, where'd that come from? He goes, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, she like, pocket. <laughs> Uh, but yeah like I guess my week I'm just still like having like major like COVID fatigue like I'm I miss my buddies I miss going out to downtown and like shooting the shit with a bunch of dumbasses like I I miss my my old life a little bit um but I've just been playing video games and a new season of the show that I've been watching which is just a huge train wreck called Good Girls (laughs) season three came out that show is tight dude it's it's funny because it's just these girls who are just like getting deeper and deeper into shit and then you once you think that they come to some sort of resolve no not at all like the main they try so hard it's just more shit it's just more more shit because one because it's always someone who like fucks up and then they're stuck in the same cycle again (laughs) (laughs) damn that sounds like me bro But yeah, like, I mean, I really like that show, like, Reda's in it, and the girl who played as, um, oh, what's her, she was in, she was in, uh, Scott Pilgrim's movie, she was the, uh, lesbian girlfriend, <laughs> Roxy Richter or something like that, but anyway, she's in there, and, um, and then, oh, Meg The Stallion made an appearance in the show, so I kind of screamed when I saw Meg The Stallion, so I was like, Meg, I was like, I love my girl, I love my girl. <laughs> Anywho, so moving along, uh, let's go ahead and talk about some current events. Um, these are a little couple, one of them is like maybe a local one that, can we actually start with that one, Kylie, if that's okay? Sure. Yeah. So there was a memorial that was, uh, that just happened for three lives that were lost to San Jose police, uh, Philip Watkins, Rudy Cardenas, and Anthony Gu- Guzman Lopez, who is the more popular one. Um, so San Jose, um, a lot of the protesters who have been getting together, together like Hero Tent, those who have been associated with uh, the Gregory Gregory Johnson for Justice, like they've all been getting together and been going really hardcore with these protests. And yeah. the other one is to also remember the life of the three lives that were impacted by police, because you know that shit happens all the time. And everyone's like, no, no, it doesn't. Like, but yes, yes, yes it, it does. does. <laughs> I also follow um, anti-racist San Jose. Their Facebook page. They're really good about like putting out when they're mm-hmm. going to be doing um, protests, when they're going to be having these memorials, and um, they're kind of they're not just for the African-American community, the Black community, like, they look at how police actually are just terrible to everyone in their community. So there's been a lot of um, outreach so far to create some intersectional um, support systems for, like, the Asian community as well out here, because, like, there's they're been being a lot targeted. Elder, like, yeah, I'm seeing a lot, a lot of elder, elder abuse, yeah. people, like, just coming out of pocket. Have you been noticing that, Brock? Like, in because I've heard that's been happening a lot in San Francisco with a lot of like Asian, Asian population getting targeted for like just violent crimes. Have you seen anything like that yet? Or I mean, I've heard of it happening. Um, I've seen people say some racist ass shit to Asian people, and it's just really annoying uh, to watch. I mean, it's like I mean, just racism in general is just like really hard to watch and not be able to do anything about it. 
uh like this happened at my job like when i was bartending and stuff like that some dude was just being super outright racist towards like this group of asian people i mean needless to say they kicked the dog shot this kid at the end of the night but it was just super hard to sit there and just be like yo i'm at work i can't just straight up be like yo dog you can't be here um and when it finally got to that point of us kicking him out the bar uh, it was just way too late like he just said some shit that he couldn't take back and they and they got on him but like that's the thing that's the thing with it like i don't know i feel like a lot of people are afraid to actually like speak out against it and like when they see it in like social settings and shit and it's like dude never be afraid to sit like actually say something because end of the day dude that could ruin someone else's life like you don't know what the hell could happen like oh oh, i hate it here in san francisco it's just it's everywhere man it's everywhere and like you'll you'll see it all the time especially like with the asian people like the older ones too like the most fucked up thing that i was talking to my homie andy about who's asian like dude was like yo man um it's crazy like we're all in the same boat i'm like in terms of being people of color dude like in the city we are all in the same boat and what's the point of like targeting someone else of color dude just to like make yourself feel better you're you're not doing any favors for your own movement as a whole anyway yeah and i i think um what's really lacking in a lot of these conversations is like the education you or know, the people, willingness or the willingness to learn like well even yeah. like schools having ethnic studies as you know part of a required education I think would really put a kibosh on a lot of these, you know, conversations that come out. Yeah, I think that's just more of a preventative thing, like hoping, you know, that there is a lot of, this is another tangent, but San Jose, there is a push to get ethnic studies out because of the budgeting, but there is a push to keep ethnic studies in. But as for like in the moment of when a crime is happening, it's like, who's actually there to be willing to listen? And then also how quick are the repercussions for somebody who's like actively in the moment being racist and trying to target like people of color out in the streets? Like you can't just tell them, oh, go back to school and learn about it, you know? <laughs> like how do we get that rehabilitation for those who are stuck in that mindset? Um, and you know, what I mean, Brock is saying, like you can't, like it takes a pe- people surrounding to like say something or do something about it. Or, you know, a lot of people have been pulling out their phones and sure there's that two-party consent law about you can't record somebody doing a crime um, unless they consent to it, but it's like, it's the- But they're doing a crime. But they're like, doing a crime, what? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like- Bro, I'm doing crime. I don't want to be recorded, what? Right. Get the camera out of my face. I'll sue you, I'll sue you. Oh. It's kind of like how people- Just record me robbing this liquor store, that's what I want. Right, I was just thinking about that. I was like, I know for sure that there's people who try to like walk out with hella beer, spilt that shit, tripped on it, broke that shit, and then turn around and try to sue the goddamn gas station. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, like it takes people also, like it need, there needs to be a sense of courage, like that people need to not be the bystander and watch something happen, but to step up and be like, hey, knock that shit off. Fuck knock, you, dude. Like, or whatever that, that you need to say. Um, yeah, I wish, I wish the preventative things were more effective, but in the moment of like the today, like how do we take care of it like today when it's happening, you know? Yeah. So, uh, well, I think- Speaking of, you know, racist behavior, um, have you heard about what happened to Shayna Bell, the young mom who was um, working and mm-hmm. she had her kids in a hotel and had somebody checking on them like every hour and somebody fucking called the police and she got arrested. They arrested her. And yeah, this is not the first time that a black mom. Had Yo, like, what? Have you, you haven't seen this story? Bruh, like this, this young woman, Shayna Bell, um, like she's just grinding. She's going to work, you know what I mean? And like her kids weren't, you know, babies, you know, they're young teens, but it's just like, she had somebody checking on them. She's doing the best that she can. You know, it's not like she's out there partying and like left her kids alone for days and days. They had <laughs> It's food. not like she left them in a car and it's like hot weather. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? And it's just like, 
you guys are really going to hassle this young woman for actually doing what it takes to be a mom? Like, are you guys going to pay for her childcare? Are you guys going to pay to make sure that she has livable wages right. and doesn't have to work two jobs and doesn't have to be, you know, running around all the time? And mm -hmm. like, this, it's just crazy that they would try to criminalize her actions and really like black women, Lord, get no respect in the media. This is some bullshit, but I'm glad like people have really come together to support her. Like yeah, over $145,000 were raised so she can like fight this case and keep her kids. Like they wanted to take her kids from her. Shit makes me mad. And then talk, oh. then they want to turn around and talk about black homes are broken and black families are this and black families are that. And it's just like, well, well if you would stop fucking I mean, attacking that's us. The, well, that's the systemic like plan the whole time was that where we were supposed to be broken and not have any opportunities. I mean, let's, let's talk about historics. Like that was the whole plan. And so like we were, we're we weren't supposed to, we're not, we're, we weren't in the society. Like we were, we're not supposed to thrive. Like we're supposed to struggle um, and we're supposed to be complicit. And so now that like we're trying to find opportunities to better ourselves, there's always going to be someone there to try to criminalize us. Um, no matter what we're doing to make something work. And by the way, for her to put her kids in a motel room, like that's not even the worst thing. Like I, <laughs> like, I mean, there's white people who leave their dogs in their car or dogs out in the <laughs> And those people don't get arrested, you know? Like Brock, what do you think? Dude, I mean, this is just, I mean, did you want to thrive? I didn't, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of just, I'm super down to just be complacent and like miserable. Like, that's cool with me. What? Get out of here. No, like, that's Shut just up. so crazy. No, okay, no, before, Get out of like, here. <laughs> what? what in the tomfoolery is this? Like, wait, what? Nah, dude, like, seriously, that's so crazy that people just, they don't see it. Like, you, this endless cycle of just being not okay and then having more people just throw hella shit at you just because of the color of your skin. It's crazy. Like, we're not okay. And then we try to be okay. And then like, you know what? Nah, you can't have that. Right. That's different. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've, I've known people that like grew up in the shittiest of conditions and they turned out to be shitty ass people. <laughs> and it's like, but then like, same time, I know people who've grown up in shitty conditions, they're like great ass people. It's it's so hard to like see someone trying to make a shitty situation better and then be penalized for it when then you have that other kid who fucking shot protesters and they raised the money super quick to get him out of jail. It's like he literally murdered people mm -hmm. and you're getting him out. She went to work, left her kids in a motel, and is doing the best she fucking can with the situation she was given. Mm-hmm. And you want to like make her feel shitty about it? That's fucked like, up. Seriously, people were coming out of the cut with comments like, "Oh, like she should have had them like with family, or she should have had them at home." And I'm like, "Are you gonna pay for her rent? Um, Are you gonna watch her kids?" Like, I want less talking about what she should have done and more like action of how to better support women like her and her herself. Like, like that's the thing. Like everyone's like, "She should have. She should have." I'm like. She did the best that she could in the situation that she was in. And that's, I think, a big thing that people forget is like, she probably didn't have a lot of options. So she was like, motel. And that's the best option. <laughs> yeah. It's not like she left them with some like crazy ass, like, I don't know, next door neighbor who turned out to be like a murderer or something. Yeah, or someone who just inflicts trauma on kids or just being like, I hate y'all poor ass kids. And like, you know, the shit <laughs> oh my <up>. God. <laughs> No, like it's real because she's she's only twenty four. Yeah, you know twenty four I mean? year olds with with kids, and she's grinding. Yeah. She's being responsible. Yeah, you know she's really like letting people know. Like, what do you expect her to do? She could either. Is there like a GoFundMe for her? There is a GoFundMe. I think like she's actually good. Like she let people know she's good. She like she raised one hundred forty five thousand on her GoFundMe. Oh, good. Yeah. Thanks. So good. like she's in a much better place now. She's Hug. yeah. Look at her now. The turn up is real. <laughs> And I'm glad, like, she deserves all the support. Meanwhile, let's get that Kenosha kid back in jail. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, fuck that, dude. 
All right, moving along. Um, so I guess a big radio voice that I just learned about this week. I didn't That's know okay. shit about Rush anything about him. I don't care about him. I'm just gonna say, like, let's just acknowledge as us as being podcasters that a big name in radio, Rush Limbaugh, passed away. Is it Limbaugh or Limbogie? Like, no, I don't it's, that, that's how much you don't give a fuck. It's Limbaugh. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh, who basically just made his whole career out of being a hate speech. Yeah, just a hyper conservative guy. Apparently his whole family has been in the conservative field of things and just has been very hateful and someone worked under one of the Roosevelt's. Well, I don't give a Fox fuck. Fox News, dick suckers. Passed away, yeah. I guess, rest in not peace. privilege. No, not even. <laughs> Dang, dude. Y'all are being super nice, man. Yeah, fuck very man. nice. We're being very nice. I've seen a lot dude, of people like, Jesus. Rush Limbaugh died in other news. My dad was making chili. Like, okay, like we're moving it on just like that. Cause fuck yeah, that Rush guy. Limbaugh died and I'm still bitching at Biden about my student life. his mouth was writing checks that his checkbook couldn't cash (laughs) oh my god yeah so moving along yeah so i'm still upset about joe biden and i'm gonna be upset about joe biden for a long time just because of the fact that like yeah we all voted for him because it was like the quote-unquote lesser evil kind of back throwback to hillary clinton and and Donald Trump, when it was like head to head with them, it's like vote for Hillary because she's a lesser evil. And it's like, I just just don't put that celebrity in office. And we put the celebrity in office. And oh my God. <laughs> that was a really good one. That was a good information. <laughs> and he's like, let's build a wall. Let's put all the money towards the wall. And now, like, we got rid of him. Thank the lord but at the same time like we put in somebody who's just like here i'm gonna give you all these prime promises plus ice cream and i'm gonna smell all the waifus and now i'm just not gonna forgive forgive any of your loans all the waifus there's a lot of waifu um memes brock please tell me you've seen them Um, i will never crickets i'm i'm not gonna confirm nor deny wow (laughs) you haven't seen joe biden smelling waifus Oh, I definitely have, dude. I still want to be that, I still want to be that dude today. How am I? How, how am I oblivious to this? Just what? look up. Just look up Joe Biden and anime waifus. Just look it up real it's, quick. Oh God. Okay. It's kind of the best. I'm not gonna it's, lie. It's kind of the best. Okay, Joe Biden. But yeah, like Joe Biden is like super anti like paying back student loans. Apparently, he's super gung ho for the preventative measures of of student loans being like. You know, state colleges should be free. Community colleges should be free. Um, but all the people who've been impacted by loans, fuck you guys. Too bad, so sad. You guys still have to pay back your shit. And everyone's like, but what about, but we didn't, it's not that we didn't know, but like he just didn't consider the fact that 20 per, the 27% of people who did graduate from college with the actual degree found their job within their major while the remainder, like the larger percent. Oh, I can't do it. This, is, this is terrible. This is terrible. I never should have looked this up. The the other percent, which is the larger percent, people who did go to school and get a degree do not have the job with it that's within their field are probably not making the money that they thought they were going to get uh, after graduating college. So he's just going to be like the to those people, and those people are a lot of millennials. He's just be like, fuck you guys. I, you guys, maybe I'll forgive about 10, 10 grand, 10 grand out, of, out of the 32, maybe 50 that you owe back to the federal uh, government. And it's like, he just doesn't, he just doesn't give a shit. He's like, there's other repayment plans. You can work for a nonprofit. Not everybody can get a nonprofit job. He's like, well, you, everybody can find a job that pays 70,000. Not everybody Whoa, can find a job like, that can pay 70,000. It's COVID. What does he think these jobs are no, just out here? Like, <laughs> I'm just tired of rich people that they're so disillusioned from those who are making less than 70K a year. Um, like, meanwhile, the president makes 400,000 a year annually like plus whatever he gets on top of that and then yep. wait brock were you gonna say something no nah, i was like yeah i was just grand <laughs> yeah. crazy so he's gonna <laughs> there and say like oh you know whatever you're getting which is like you know the whatever forty thousand that you owe you can pay that back that's fine because he can pay that back if he owes that with right. no fucking issue and then he's also disillusioned from the fact when he went to college he only had to pay eight grand for the four years that he went to college or the eight years that he had to go to college was probably 16 grand whereas now people who are going to school now, if you're going to a state school, you might have 30 grand in debt or if you went to a private school, 50 grand. So like, he's just completely disconnected from the reality of that a lot of people are living now. And which is why he's just super, probably 
a side of it, he's not gonna say this directly, but a side of it is like, oh, you know, they can pay it back, it's no problem. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> it's a problem, sir. <laughs> If Especially I, like if one of the markers that you have like in our society for success is that you do graduate and that you buy a house and that, you know, there's all these things that are, you know, statuses for now, mm -hmm. like reaching adulthood or being functional. And how are you going to go and buy a home if you have this much debt? How are you yeah. going to go and achieve these things? You know, if you're crippled and it's a, like, it's crippling. Yeah. With debt, like, mm, mm, mm. yeah, dear Biden. Do I better. even like sat here and like <laughs> divvied up the numbers between Biden, Harris, um, like who else say? Oh, I went into the military budget of what oh, they no. get every year. Bezos, Gates, and Zuckerberg. Like, like if I were to get all of their money, right? Um, and also, what did what did World Star Word Smith Philly said? Shit happens. That's the motto of politics. Yeah, unfortunately, it is the motto of politics, but it's something that's fucked up. So if the military budget, <laughs> if the military budget, you know, what is, you know, about $721 billion, they can actually forgive like the average loans, like the average student per person loan debt. That's 22.5 million people they can forgive with that budget alone. So it's just like, like where, like where is it not a priority to help the people over the military? But of course, you know, the United States has always been gung ho military, like since well, you know forever. But it's like, how come not even like half of that money can go towards like helping people go get their higher education, like you know, growing your country, like just trying to make people's lives easier? But that's never been the case. That's definitely not the case. I mean, look at what's happening in Texas right now. You're talking about government and like not being there to help the people. Oh my God. Like the power infrastructure there, the fact that they don't have any, the fact that the only power, like it's just free market for their power. So you have people yeah. who are getting like $6,000 in a power bill for like, that's like a thousand dollars a day. Yeah. Because they, they yeah. don't have any support from the government there. Like, it's just ridiculous. Meanwhile, the Zodiac killer goes to Cancun on a vacation. Right? He's like, yeah, to the whole ass vacation. I'm like, your constituency, people are literally dying. Dozens of people are dying because they don't have power. They don't have heat. And you're gonna take your ass to Mexico and be like, oh, well, like, oh. He's like, this is my biggest killing stunt. The whole state, <laughs> the whole fucking I'm state. I'm the Zodiac killer. Jesus. Ted Cruz. <laughs> It was a long, it was a long, a long con. Oh my God. Go to Cancun, fuck it. I know. <laughs> Has the, I heard a, I actually, speaking of Zodiac Killer, I heard a, a rumor that he lives in, like, or he died in Diablo Valley, which is not that far away from us. I think that might be true because, you know, one of our makeup murder mystery queens did a whole thing about it. Oh, did she? Yeah, she did. I believe that is, oh. yeah, correct. Brock, have you met the Zodiac Killer? Uh, no. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. It's it kind of disturbing how many of those people are like coming from California. <laughs> yeah, honestly. No, okay, like, first off, there are so many serial killers in California. It's insane. So and they're all like in our area. They're like, oh yeah, we're only doing like Santa Cruz Mountains and shit. I'm like, wait, that's like. <laughs> this is why I don't drive through Big Sur, Kylie. Oh my God, I love Big Sur, but true. There have been some mm -hmm. shady where I like, uh, I, you're questionable, sir. I'm, I'm seeing your whole kit and caboodle and I don't, something's Every, not right. <laughs> everyone's like, the big cities are dangerous. I'm like, nah, those rural areas are oh, dangerous. I mean, do not talk to mountain people. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Like we're live. Those have eyes, man. The hills do have eyes. Oh they my have god! Eyes and chainsaws. But yeah, closing this whole like loan thing, it just pisses me off that like you know I voted for this guy because he said like at first he was like fifty grand and then he's like ten grand and now, and now he's, he's like, like no fuck y'all bitches who <laughs> who earn less than fifty grand a year. Oh, speaking of that fifty grand a year, he is also for the stimulus checks. Those who are gonna get it he's aiming for the people who need it the most quote unquote and i'm like okay and then he's like but only people who are making less than 50 and it's like Ooh, yes <laughs> right <laughs> I'm like, I'm but i'm there. like where did he in his batshit mind did he think that anybody who did, like i think the the poor gap now is like anything below 60 which is 
Like I, I make below 60 to out myself. Yeah. I definitely make below 60. And it's like, I'm not living a lavish life. I'm still fucking making sure I don't go broke by the end of the week because of rent. Yeah. I make less than 60 and it's like comparatively to a lot of the people that like, I see how they're living. I'm just like, I'm still doing all right. You know what I mean? Like California standards are really high. And we do have to take that into consideration too. It's like the cost of living out here is, is ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely sad. Like this whole like over celebralization. Celebralization. <laughs> and like, you know, Brock, you're out there in San Francisco. I don't know how you're doing it, man. But like this guy used to be an iconic bartender. Beautiful. I loved, I love that bar. He worked at natives. I oh, it closed, man. Yeah, like I, I'm sad about bars that are closing, dude. Like I <sighs> Oh no, like it it closed closed like last week. I went and like picked up all my shit. No. <laughs> yeah. Huh? No, no. Uh I do have a bottle of mezcal somewhere though, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get, we need to get this guy and be like, let's take shots. Make some drinks. Make some drinks. Yeah. I'd be super down. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just really sad with like the state of California, how it's so expensive. And then they're like, you're not going to get any assistance if you, if you make over 50 grand. And I'm like, no, no, that's, that's wrong chief, but whatever. (laughs) It would make sense if someone's like, I'm a 70 grand developer that still lives with my parents. Yeah. You don't need assistance. You live with your parents. You have a Shiba in you. You're fine. But like, Oh my oh. god. Wow. Like anybody else. No, that was that oddly down. specific. It's like you oddly. don't you don't need you don't need any assistance if you're in that boat. But if you're, you know, if you're in the boat of like I live on my own, I have no assistance from my parents. If I move out, I'm fucked. Like I need that stimmy. Give <laughs> 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 me that stimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> oh, all right okay so moving along um so let's talk about don't worry brock we're, we'll get to the gatekeeping conversation because i i feel like the gatekeeping conversation anime is going to be really entertaining for you but before oh. we get to that we do have a nerdy and dirty segment which is called oh actually it's not called wait. anything it's just nirty and dirty. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> We can't Love it. say happy birthday. Oh yeah. To Nina Simone. Unrelated to nerdy and dirty. Unrelated to nerdy and dirty. Well, cause normally we would have a black history like section. We, we do have a black history section, but because we have a guest, we have cut a yeah. section short, but, but we, it's, it's okay. her birthday. It would have been her birthday today. So it is yeah. very prudent of us to say happy birthday to Nina Simone. Happy today. birthday, Nina Simone, Mississippi. Goddamn. Mississippi. Goddamn. She's feeling good. Yeah. Uh, what was that song called to, uh, four women, five women? It was a really good, like, suite of, like, her describing different types of Black women. I know what song you're talking about, and of course, now I'm blanking on it. Uh, But (laughs) it's such a good song. I did a a whole Nina Simone set, like, a few years ago with Juanita Harris. Shoutouts to Juanita Harris. Like, absolute vocalist queen of the South Bay, Bay Area. But yeah, like, it was a really good concert. Um, But yeah, happy birthday, Nina Simone. Yes, she would have been 88 today. Damn, happy birthday. Oh, she yeah. would have been alive today. Yeah, so, I mean, she's she passed, um, but like she would have been eighty-eight. Oh, wow! Right? Holy shit! I mean, uh, at least she missed COVID. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Just kidding. I actually love working with She's cool. Huh? <laughs> All right. So, nerdy and dirty. We actually are going to talk about sex toy stores. Uh, Brock, if you know any of, love it. Love it. Do you have any sex toy stores that you like visiting or know of? Or uh, there was one in the Casper that I used to go to to pick up some stuff. Uh, I am going to tell you, buying a leash for a human is actually super expensive. <laughs> You'd be better off going to like Petco or some shit and picking Please. up a leash, dude. Like... Killing on Fet Life, like, hey, who's got that leash connection? <laughs> Yo, man, it, it's like, I think I spent a hundred and some bucks on like a leash and a collar. Ooh, I hope it was Damn. like real leather. Yeah, it was pink. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't realize he got down the colors he, like that. He got down. Yeah. Hey, yo, neon pink is my favorite fucking color, dude. And that <laughs> shit was tight. Dope. All right. Dope, dope, dope. You got the handcuffs to match. Bro. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> were they fuzzy or leathery? Oh, they're leathery. No, this I, I think I have them somewhere. Mm, getting a whole leather vibe. You're a leather daddy? Mm, we didn't know who's wearing the collar. We're, I mean... Are you this... wearing the collar, Brock? Like, how hey, I'm did into you very interesting things. For this <laughs> segment? Tell us, Brock. All of, <laughs> tell us, Brock. Your bedroom secrets. <laughs> uh, hey, it, it, it alternates. Okay. Fair, fair. Yep. Yeah. We'll we'll have to have like a more in-depth segment. And just talk about what kinky shit you're into. I'm um, there. <laughs> consent, mama. I said consent. That's why I'm okay. next time. That's why I'm not asking him all these questions now. Because I have believe <laughs> I have all the questions, but I'm not gonna ask him. You know that that would be rude. That's why I said we'll have the future. We'll yeah. Yeah. All right, well, it sounds like Kelly Lee has a list of, like, you know, recommendations, Black-owned stores. I do, and not only are they Black-owned, but a few of them are actually, like, local here. If you're in California, if you're in the Bay Area, um, shout out to Feelmore 510. Um, I haven't actually been, but they're Berkeley, California, and they're an actual storefront, so brick and mortar. They're carrying all your fancy, you know, the the Lelo, Lilo, Lelo, 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 <laughs> the Cal Exotics, the Fun Factory. They got all your toys, um, but you know, go support your Black-owned local business, your Black-owned local sex shop. So shout out to them. Um, another one was uh, Over Kink. Over Kink. Over Kink. Um, they were fun founded in 2018, so they're still like relatively new online store they're online so they don't have the brick and mortar which actually you know for covid it's like it's, it's fine. appropriate i mean i think a lot of people are um you know going towards the online virtual route just to be on the safe side yes but going in is more fun i mean going in is definitely more fun because you can you know date night or just like a fun night with well, friends I depending mean, when on it, how y'all get down oh no totally like i i would used to i would go to different stores with the girls and just be like walking in and you know giggling at certain things and then like tilting our head at other things and being like yeah let's buy that for other things uh but like, <laughs> yeah but like now that it's COVID I'm like I don't want to walk into a sex store where everybody's hands been on everything and I know that the like a lot of the storefronts are like okay let's sanitize these things before people come in but I'm also just like I don't want to I don't want to go anywhere because I'm scared of this virus. There's a new strand like being like, I'm taking advantage of the whole online fronts. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. And a lot of these companies, like they are online. Um, like I, I want to say Soft Spot is also online, but still um, founded by a black woman, uh, Temi. I hope I'm saying that right. Temi and not Tammy because it's spelled with an E. Um, but she had started mm -hmm. her store just to promote like sexual positivity within the black community um mm -hmm. which like i'm here for it i don't mm -hmm. know what your sex education was like in your black home but i know in my black home it was like uh oh this is for adults and then you don't actually like learn anything oh i know you have to find it out on yeah your what own. was life like for you brock when like Dude, you my mom was extremely graphic <laughs> oh i swear dude like i learned about that shit when i was like probably ooh. When did Scary Movie come out? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah. I, 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 damn, just aging up. I was like, Scary Movie. Dude. Scary Movie. So, oh, go on. Yeah. Dude, my mom took me and my cousins to go see that movie, right? And she had no idea what it was about. And you already know the famous she got stuck on the ceiling scene. <laughs> and my mom had to like sit down and break down everything that had happened in that movie to me but like looked absolutely mortified while doing it. So that's when I learned. Uh, so I think I was like nine and it was very explicit. And wow. you know, wow. I'm better for it. Yes, are. Like I'm glad you weren't like walking around in the world thinking that you were gonna plaster some chick to the ceiling. You held it in for yeah. long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I uh... am. Uh, scary movie in my neighborhood was that movie that this little this boy named Tommy I remember him uh, he, he we weren't allowed to watch it in our house even though me and my brother and sister learned about it and we're like we really want to see this movie we heard it's hella funny we want to know what's going on with it and we were just told that it's rated R and you're not allowed to watch it you're not allowed to watch it you want to watch it and so my this kid named Tommy had his own room in the uh, apartment complex area that I lived at in the projects and 
he said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the movie when my parents are at work and I'm going to open up my curtain so you guys can watch it through my window. And, wow. And so coordination. Yeah. So we <laughs> all know. like climbed up on the bushes on the fence to like look over and see the movie through his, his window. <laughs> and, like, we saw a lot of things. I was so confused, like the plaster scene. And then there was another, I can't remember if it was the same scary movie, but like, the, you know, the next one came out where it was like, you know, homegirl was like jerking off somebody and then like all of the cum just hit the doors. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened? Like, cause they didn't show her like jerking him. They just saw the motion, but you didn't really see anything. And so you're just like, as a kid, like what's happening? Is that what happens? And like, you know, like, you know, everyone makes fun of like skeet skeet jokes when you're kids. You don't skeet skeet. You don't know what skeet skeet is. Actually, you're running around from the windows to the walls. Wow. 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 Yeah, just a bunch of reckless. Damn. We should not have been singing that when we were singing it. Lord, Lord, Lord. I'm going to mention in um, one last person, Nika Sherelle. Has a special place in my goddamn heart. <laughs> this woman um, has a whole store dedicated to gun-shaped sex toys, gold oh. member style, like a whole. I'm. That's bruh. a pink. She's an artist. That's a she's pink. hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, so, link. Yes, I will. I'll send you a link, sir. It's a link. Gold member vibrator. It's a gun with a whole dildo on it. It works. It. It's beautiful. That's. Have you seen Kake Gururi? No. Stop it. <laughs> oh, wait, things are about to Stop get it. weird. I looked at Veronica's face and I already knew things are about to get weird. There's a scene with a gun. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like want to the remember. Devil this. and Miss Stone style or. Oh, God. Brock is like saying, Stop it. Let's just say there's a scene with a gun. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all. That all the girls in that show are just hypersexual. Like, see, it wasn't the gun that got me though. It wasn't. It was the eyeball thing. Yeah. Eyeball yeah. Thing. yeah. Yeah. That girl was just very high on pain. Like, I've never <clears throat> seen something that insane, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, that sounds like not fun. But yeah, I feel like that girl from that show would really enjoy the store with all the gun. Related sex toys. She's <laughs> <laughs> like little gun penis vibrators that you could put on a little necklace. I'm here for it. Is Thank you, Nika. It's a pun just being like, is this how you bang bang yourself? Bang bang. Yeah, kind of. So like- I if you, shut you down. <laughs> bang, bang bang. Like if you call her on Twitter, she posts a bunch. She's black, by the way, also. You know, she's supporting other black women in the kink space. <laughs> and like, she's also an artist. So she just posts a lot. And I'm just, I'm so happy that like, this is how she uses her creative outlet. Like, gold member. <laughs> I really like the version from Kill Bill though. Right? Yeah. Mm. My nice. baby shot me down. Or actually, what was the other one? Who did a remix? Was it Jay-Z? Probably. That was Lil Wayne. Was Lil it Lil Wayne? Wayne? Okay. I think so. Someone did some sort of like high-pitched version of it. You know when they're like the rap the trend was to do high-pitched old music? It's just falsetto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow, no. I don't fuck with you. Wow. <laughs> I was just looking at whistle tones earlier. You're killing it. You're exactly how the tutorial said to do it. Yes, beautiful. Got the tonality happening. You stupid mm. ass bitch. I fuck with you. Damn. Wow. Let me get you back on another track, homie. Yes. Okay. Another Summer Tamales track. Oh, dude, summer tamales, summer tamales. I I wrapped on that. <laughs> I like. I want to hear where these things are. I I think yeah. like I've missed. How come you haven't dropped summer tamales? What happened? <laughs> with that? Oh, there's a lot, man. Now that's the whole, the whole thing. Is it why? Why is Wordy holding these things hostage? I said him. No, he's not. It's all wrong. That's yeah. That is my fault. I 100% cop to that. That is my fucking fault. Um, oh, okay. If you're just trying I, to think this shit is trash, we don't have to release it. That's damn. fair. That's fair. No, 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 no. It's not even trash. Like, it's not even that. So it's kind of a diss track. But I'm cool with the kid now. 
so I can't. Uh, oh, was it what's his face? Yes. What's yeah. His yeah. Oh, we all know okay. who yeah. what's his face is. No, so, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about him on the track. He's been good. Yeah, he's been super cool. Um, and we're actually like working on a whole new thing. Uh, so now there's winter tamales. Ooh, you know what? I'm really Stop. like. Can there both be summer and winter tamales? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna put them both out eventually. <laughs> I want spring tamales. I want fall tamales. Oh my god! I mean, I'll do it. I literally have no issue with that. It was. Oh god, how did we even come up with the song title of that shit? I don't know. I think we were all kind of drunk. I'm assuming that it's because it's Christmas and there's like a hell of people selling tamales out here for Christmas. No, nah, winter tamales was like was just me and Wardy fucking around. It was. Oh, Melissa. <laughs> Melissa said there's some more tamales in the kitchen and I heard summer tamales in my dumb ass. Oh, and it was just friend, like my friend Evan on Instagram says tamales are all season. All season tamales. I'm, I know, but this track because it's so hot, it's summer tamales. Summer tamales. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. We gotta drop it like it's hot. You know what? I'll just send you the track, bro, and you can do whatever you want with it. I could just be like, hey, you guys want to hear this diss track that I was on like five years ago? <laughs> Just kidding. It was three years ago. Wow. Okay. Three. Three Okay. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) Four years. It's 2021. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Was it really? Four years. Yeah, it was four years because it would have been three years if it was still 2020, bro. Dude, four years feels like a fucking lifetime ago. Jesus Christ. The reason it's why super... I haven't been over at Wordy's place or you're, or hanging out with you at, like I used to, because my schedule's all different now. Like when I was hanging out with you guys, I would work at noon, and now I work in the morning like an old lady. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you take a couple days off, right? And then you can come to the studio, because w- I've been there like the last... Let's do it. Month. Yeah, do it. I invited myself. Yeah, yeah come through. That is how I roll. Like, and I don't really mean to do it. Sometimes I just be inviting myself. You know, I kind of am just gonna gatekeep you from this community, right? I'm just gonna gatekeep. Why are you, you keeping me from this community? You're not dirty enough, enough for us. You're not rapping. Let me get rap us. I got bars. I got bars, bro. Jesus. Yo, I mean, I hope you have a tolerance for booze, man, because that's all we do is drink and write music. Like, it's pretty. It's pretty basic. All right, so speaking of gatekeeping, let's talk about some gatekeeping. So, so there was some fuck ass on Twitter. Always oh, by God. Black Sage D, where <gasps> his whole motto is like free speech is a thing on the internet or whatever. He has some like weird blog saying like, this is dumb and this is stupid. It kind of reminds me of Zynga back in like 2001. But he, on Twitter, um, <laughs> talked about how if you don't have knowledge about hunter 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 and dragon ball z or naruto or no no, no he's oh, the opposite. opposite if you, you only know about, about if you only yeah know i've seen that shit animes, then you're not a real anime fan bro and then proceeded to list animes like from the 80s like all the way till now and i was like this is a really extensive like list that you're providing it like went across all different types of genres i was like if you have knowledge of all of these anime like you're a fucking fan like i don't care if you, even if you watch like three out of that whole ass list you're still a fan if you're like straight up i really like the show i want to watch more anime because of the show boom you're a fan you're a fan this whole anime gatekeeping conversation reminds me of a pimple and the community community (laughs) itself is the clear skin every so often someone pops and it's a matter or sorry someone yeah someone pops it and it's a matter if we you know just pick at this person and then scar the community and then we're all fucking bitching about it because like, you know, it doesn't go on away, go away on its own. It's just hanging out, it's bleeding, it's pussing and now everyone's paying attention to it. So <laughs> it's just like, yeah, so now it's distracting and it's like on the face of the community. And everyone's like, so it's gatekeeping, we gotta cover it up or not cover it up. Just be like, we gotta expose how nasty this person is, like a pimple. So that's what this whole gatekeeping conversation cause someone, some fuck ass comes out of the cuts every so often and and it's just like, you know, if you if you only watch Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon, you're not a real anime fan. And you're you're just over here like, oh my God, just put a band-aid over it. Shut the fuck up. Don't look at this person. Don't look at them. Do not look at them. It, they're just <laughs> they're just screaming shit. 
Well, no, not only that, but the thing that got me was he was just like, oh, like we work really hard to make this community. And I understand like if you were, you know, in middle school, you were in high school and you were ostracized for this, how you might feel like you're more entitled to it. But just because like nobody's going to have the same experience just because somebody, you know, discovers something later in life or maybe was even in a community that was accepting of it and didn't have to like struggle to like really be down for the cause. Like that doesn't mean that they aren't like, dude. And like all the new anime fans that are coming out now, they're not making all the old anime fans wrong. They're just like, we get that you guys had like a upbringing struggle of like people like picking on you or throwing you in the lockers or throwing shit at you. We get it. But it's the new, it's the old heads that are just like, you don't deserve the anime world. You don't deserve to know what Zarbon has done with Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know who Shenra is, or the other dragons are, or the how, other dragons. How many wishes does this dragon give? Was it Peruga? Peruga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, Dude, like, I mean, Brock, you've been to conventions before. Like, have you noticed that there's this attitude with the old heads versus like the new heads who like anime? Man. It's so stupid. Like that whole, <laughs> oh my God. All right. So I officially hate going to conventions now after fucking last, um, what was that? What's the one out in San Jose, dude? Oh, Fanime? Dude, I was so bummed out, dude. Like, so I went with Wordy and I'm a giant nerd. I love that shit. Like I still, I play magic. I fucking read comic books. I'm into all types of anime. I'm just wild fucking everyone there just looked at me like i was just some grungy ass kid which i am i'm black trash and hood rat i love it yeah but it's like you mentioned one type of anime and someone's like oh bro you watch that now but where were you at when like cowboy bebop came out bro i wasn't i was still in my daddy's sack bro like (laughs) what do you want from me dude it's funny yeah i was like damn that's true. I mean, anime's cool as shit for everybody. Like it's Not if you that, like it, you like platforms it. Now, really, like before, where were the places that you would find anime? Like you, I remember going to Blockbuster and like renting tapes, VHS. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I, it's like you can go to Netflix and you can go to Hulu and it's here. You have Crunchyroll. Like I actually, it's super accessible now. Yeah, it's super accessible, but I also want to bring back what Brock was talking about, like people judging you too. So not only that there's the like, how much knowledge do you know about this anime? Sniff, sniff, do you know anything about Lucky Star? It's it's more so like the people that will judge you if you're also like of a person of color going to these conventions. Um, someone who's not dressing the same way as everybody else going to these conventions and trying to, you know, trying to uh, have a good time in these nice spaces. Like a friend of mine said, uh, before he passed away, he was like, this is a place where you should be able to let your hair down, have a good time. And um, there's like people there who will like, you know, look at you funny if you're black and you like anime, even though being an, being an anime fan and being black was something that actually saved a lot of us back when we were kids because Toonami was that thing that we would go to, we would watch after school mm-hmm. and was accessible to us because it was on Cartoon Network, like right before dinner time, like as we're doing our homework. So yeah, and that was the best. right and so like there's a lot of like you know white or asian fans that will like see like people of color attending these things and they're like oh what are they doing here you know like as if we don't have a space to belong there too and so that's another type of gatekeeping that people forget and it's just and it goes into the cosplay like community sometimes it's actually been into the nerdcore community even though nerdcore is deprived of rap mostly uh people are like you can't be you know, you're a black man rapping about anime. What do you know about anime? It's like, we know fuck about anime. We're fucking like more of a Dragon Ball Z head than you are. <laughs> no, and like we're, we're all running around I'm saying like, that Piccolo is black. Have you not heard of Wu-Tang Clan? Like Wu-Tang, what the fuck? Get out of here. Like Wu-Tang loved like Kung Fu and fighting. And so that ripples into us watching more Kung Fu and fighting things. But our version of that is anime. So yeah. it's just like, ah, uh, like I... 
don't understand why there's this whole thing and like I've seen cosplay cosplayer women especially who are black uh, get shamed for cosplaying as a character because everyone's like that's not their skin color it's like well oh you know, I'm like this character wasn't white either they were Asian I mean? homie like it wasn't for you in the first place cuz oh my god well even on top Sorry. of that especially when you get into like some of these fantasy worlds where you're like okay these aren't even like natural skin colors like why do you care if a black person paints their face pink or paints their face green you know what I mean and and like dedicates their cosplay to a character like just it's Let my whole thing exist. it's like you're you're do you're watching these things to appreciate the the show we're not changing our skin color to match with a with to match with a character unless it's a character that is like Piccolo who is green or that like oh what was that girl character's name from my her my, my academia I almost said macadamia <laughs> academia she's like a <laughs> girl uh, but like you know people who are making their skin pink to match with her but like anybody who has like a nude color tone of their skin like no one's changing that to represent that color there's so many black canadas that are like beautiful and there's also a lot of white girls who do canada that are absolutely beautiful as well so it's like there isn't an, there shouldn't be an issue with it but it's the whole fact of that there's gatekeepers saying you can't do this you can't appreciate it like that you only have to appreciate it on my terms and it's like dude what are you doing who decided you get to set the terms yeah and what's crazy is that the person who created this whole pimple of a mess is a black boy who was like, you don't get to like anime. Anime has to be liked on my terms. I'm like, dude, Gremlin, go back into your little fucking cave. Like, go stay there. <laughs> like the inappropriate person of me was just gonna dive into like, what's his history of dating like, but I won't go oh, there. No. Oh no, no, get into that. <laughs> get into it. I wanna hear it. <laughs> Oh no. Like who hurt you so bad for you to be so possessive over a genre of animation? Like Yo, he not a <laughs> She hurt him. She hurt him. But yeah, I think we just need to remember like these spaces are meant to be inclusive. Like there wouldn't be the success that these genres would have if it wasn't for the appreciation of every type of group of people, you know? Absolutely. Like, you know, someone as grungy as Brock walking through the convention <laughs> to somebody looking as dainty as fuck to like, you know, wearing like Lolita cosplay coming into the conventions or like even just like participating in forums online. Like we just need to be mindful. Like I just, the thing that gets me is like, when did these platforms and when did these spaces become less about finding other people who are passionate about the things that you're passionate about? Yeah, like when did we stop letting people in? Yeah. No, who, who says I'm God of anime? I got- You're God of anime. Of, <laughs> yeah, we got oh. the God of anime on my side. Where is the God? Bro, anime Karen, what is this? Anime Karen. Oh, Jesus. oh no. Oh, Yo, I'm gonna say one thing though, dude. Like. I love anime till the day I die, but there's one thing I just can't deal with. That's lolly characters, bro. What's lolly characters? Like lolly character, like the like Lolita look characters, like the ones oh. that look super young, dude. And they're like hella old, and people are like, bro, she's like nine thousand. Like dog, she looks fourteen. <laughs> that's creepy. I feel that, you. That's creepy. It's problematic. Yeah, it is a little creepy. Because I, it's a work. I feel like that's just a workaround for straight up pedophilia. Like, okay. Thank yeah. you, right? No, it absolutely is. I actually do have a thing against, um, you know, some of the anime pillows that are released. Um, like, some of the anime pillows will have that character Asuka from uh, Evangelion. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Asuka's, Asuka's a teenager in that She's show. 16. And yeah. so people are getting anime pillows of her. And I'm just like, I don't think saying that Asuka <laughs> is your waifu is... First of all, Asuka in that show is hella toxic. She's a bitch. <laughs> Second of all, she's 16. So why are we like fapping off to a 16 year old character? I mean, when you're 16 and you discover that character is cool, but I really think you you need to um, evaluate. When you're 35, you live with your grandmother. And yeah, when you're, when you're that's now. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and it's the same thing with like it's it applies to like Lucky Star characters, Naruto characters. Like if it's like the character like off of Shippuden and they're like adultified and or adultified, but they're <laughs> adult and it's like okay, there's some attraction there that I get it, but like don't have this weird like 
sexualized Sasuke, I feel like I feel so bad about like yeah. all the people who post like young Sasuke I'm like dude he's like 13 he's like 12 what are you doing like there's I mean to be fair about Sasuke though once he hit like 25 he started looking homeless as fuck so like <laughs> but I mean you know, like that's when you get into Boruto though but if you're like just straight going <laughs> in Naruto land and you're bringing up like oh Sasuke's like Sasuke's daddy like nah dude Sasuke is a kid yeah Hey, Borto Sasuke had one arm. Like, that dude was tripping. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I just, I mean, you know, going back to the whole gatekeeping thing, what that guy had to say was wrong. Like, you don't build an audience by telling them that they can't be, a, they can't be an audience of you. Like, you, you have to let people in and let people appreciate. And how are we going to, like, you know, expand this appreciation to different generations? It needs to continue on so it stays alive. Or people like me who are just older and then didn't discover it until, you know, like, yeah, let people have the opportunity to discover without being judged for it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, uh, and you know what's going to happen in, like, another, like, four weeks, someone's going to be like, you don't like anime. You just started watching anime two weeks ago. And it's like, okay, here we go again. Another fucking pimple that we got to pop. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, I mean, I so what if you watch it two weeks ago? Yeah. Anyway, it looks like we're actually getting to kind of some of the closing notes in the podcast. So let's go ahead and go through it. Um, so call to action. I had a wonderful interview with this group called Embracing Oceans. Uh, it is my, but it's my buddy Sky and her husband Eddie Roke. Um, they uh, are releasing an album very soon. Uh, but what's really great about their whole campaign to raise money for the album is that uh, they're the money is going towards uh, a nonprofit called Embracing Families, which is a foster care support program, making sure that any fosters, uh, foster children are prepared for the real world. Um, and it's in dedication to her aunt Dawn. So that's amazing. Um, if you guys want to go to her Indiegogo page, you just go ahead and just like look up Embracing Oceans and then like they'll tell you the whole story behind the whole album and there's like different tiers for you to get stuff there's like a $20 tier I paid for the $60 tier because honestly I saw like the little tumbler and stickers so yes it's very cute. I was just like mm, I, I want some tumblers but um I also am very supportive of like foster care because I have known a lot of foster uh children when growing up and it's been very difficult for them to, you know, adapt to the current world. Big Move Monday is going to go to Einstein the Mastermind, who is a Texas-based rap artist uh, who just dropped an album called Evolve. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, and Bandcamp. What's really cool about this is his album was produced by DZ Step, which is uh, one of one half or no half of the duo ill exotic yes from san francisco um if you guys want to check out einstein's music you just find his handles at it's einstein tm uh which stands for the mastermind um but yeah i it's like his whole project is based off of uh just his inspirational journey through his past struggles and sacrifices that he's made to chase his dreams um so i really like it i was just finished listening to the album where he was describing how he had to put his music over over like his love life which i thought was like really interesting because sometimes like when you're in a romantic relationship your partner will forget like what your hopes and dreams are um and it's like no i have to keep doing this to keep my identity not sometimes all my time needs to go to you but i need all your time to go to me oh my god but <laughs> uh, but yeah so anywho thank you kid goblin aka brock for joining us I, thank you for having me yeah you it's can, been a pleasure i know we uh, love you dude i miss you so much uh, oh, i miss you too huh <laughs> i just want to give you a quick shout out about your music if you don't mind yeah uh i have nothing in the works right now <laughs> no, i'm kidding oh uh, shit um actually all my links are on Bandcamp now wordy has control of it so i am super not in the know what i'm doing right now <laughs> <laughs> this is why artists need managers. Yeah, they Dude, need managers okay. and creators. I need someone to just kick me in the ass and be like, yo, dude, actually put out a project. Um, I am working on putting out two new ones probably in the next month and a half. Uh, and I'm working with the rap nerd and Phil Harmonic on some stuff. So it should be coming out sometime around like we're going to Mar oh god. 
April or May-ish. All right, we'll keep our ears open. And then once you get that out, let me know so I can give you a little interview. But um, sure. but those who are listening, you guys can find his shit like on Bandcamp, like he said. Yeah, TGYN. Yeah, TGYN, there goes your neighborhood band Bandcamp network. Um, a lot of his projects are produced by uh, the rap nerd. And then you can follow his Twitter, which is kidgoblin91 TIL. So oh, if you want to follow him. That. He will respond if you do at him though. It doesn't look like he's all up to date, but if you at him with shit, he'll he'll respond. <laughs> it's usually very ignorant. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> he's my fave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, I wrote something that's something that you were a part of. Uh, what was the, um, you sent me that song a while ago. Uh, I had a music video to it, the 8th Street Band. No, I'm blanking. It was, oh God, why am I blanking on the name? It was super tight though. And you sent me the video uh, and it was you guys at like a pool party or something like that. Oh. Yeah, oh, that was so one good. man's trash, one man's trash. Yeah, dude. So I wrote a song called "Summer Was a Bummer" to it, and it sounds super lit. Summer was a bummer. Okay, summer was a bummer to it. I want to check it out, dude. I will definitely throw you the verse, uh, or send you the verses. Um, yeah, it's it's tight. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, summer was a bummer to it. Can't wait to hit the streets. South Bay. We're cutting that off. Thank you for listening to Lady Blurred Sings the Blues. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Pods, and our original home SoundCloud. Follow us on Instagram at Lady Blurred's Podcast. Um, for questions and suggestions about the show, please email us at don'tcastanddrive at gmail.com. Spelled don't cast. And drive like the letter, not and or You're ampersand. Not a ass bitch. I oh my god! Yes, yes, all of that. Please come find us. I fucking send us love emails. It. Kid the Goblin, thank you for putting up with us. I don't know how you do it. You guys are great, man. I fucking love it. 